Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Who? Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. We are going to recap the insane first weekend of March Madness. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Tie game. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. So 318 coming hot at you guys and so 317. And I'm joined on this one by Alex Tosnirakdisopoulos and Nikki Snacks Krida. And March Madness week one was absolutely bonkers. Had you told me the Horns and the Buckeyes would have lost both in the first round, I probably would not have shown up. Ditto with the fighting Illini because that completely tanked my bracket in our pool. Um, I have the Zags winning in a couple other pools, but it the weekend was nuts. Nothing it's, short of it. It's like people forgot that Sister Jean is still alive and kicking. She was she was kicking. She's rolling, alive and rolling. Yeah, she's in, in the wheel. Well, she's been in the wheelchair that we know, um, and she was at the game. She's yeah. hundred and one. She's she's quite old. Apparently, she was like, if we hold them under thirty percent from the three point line, we will win this game. And the Illini shot 27%. So she knows her shit. Yeah, she's up to date statistically, apparently, and she's able to break down the game. It's better analysis than I've ever heard Skip Bayless give. You know what I'm saying? I saw. I watched an Instagram video of Mark, Bay, uh, Mark Cuban destroying Skip Bayless the other day. It was from a while ago. It was from when the Heat played the Thunder uh, in the championship years ago. But it always makes me smile watching that video. But let's just get into it. Before we talk about the elephant in the room, money was lost. This weekend, and where did we lose that money, guys? We lost it at BetOnline.ag. Yep. Um, I know you know a lot of people made brackets, probably bet on the games as well. And mm-hmm. if they didn't bet at BetOnline.ag, yeah. then they were definitely betting in the wrong place. So if you're going to put bets down on the Sweet 16 games, Elite Eight, Final Four, or potentially you know a future bet on who's going to win the NCAA championship, you should go to BetOnline.ag. Mm-hmm. Sign yeah. up today. Your brackets brackets busted. You want some skin in the game? Yeah, make a bet. Nothing yeah. like a live bet during the game. I like that. I'm into the live bet during the game. I spent some money on BetOnline.ag today, kind of unrelated to March Madness, but I put some winnings I already had 
on the future home run king of the season who I thought would lead the league in home runs. I thought it was a good value bet, plus 1,800, Giancarlo Stanton. If he's healthy, I saw him hit a home oh, run. Yeah. It was an absolute laser the other day, so that's what I'm riding. But uh, elephant always in the room. a big question mark, though, if he can stay healthy. So. Yeah, it always is a question mark. But is it plus 1,800. I threw, I threw 20 to win 360. I was like, all right, I'll take that deal any day of the week. Um, I did throw some skin and then extra skin in the game on the horns, and they let me down once again. I was telling Tosnick, and he didn't even think it was a hot take. Kind of hot take for me personally. This loss was more disappointing to me personally than the Patriots' 18-0 Super Bowl loss to the Giants. Whoa, it was the most. Wild. It's the most disappointing loss I've ever had as a fan. And I've spent the entire day really thinking about it. And truth be told, I, I would have rathered somebody break my knees in with a lead pipe than having lost in the first round yesterday. Wow, that's crazy. Sounds like a Guy um, Ritchie yeah. movie. It was a devastating loss. And I was telling you when we were watching on the couch that it was way too reminiscent of the Northern Iowa game. Which I was at personally. Right. I made an appearance live at that game. And I watched that. I was under the basket when they sunk that thing. That was miserable, to say the least. And Nick and I watched yesterday in the comfort of Nick's home. Toss, you watched with uh, your girlfriend, Autumn? Yeah, yeah. And I was screaming. How did she feel about the game? How did she pissed um, as well? How did she feel about the game? She, yeah. was, she was bummed out. Um, she got excited when Andrew Jones hit that three, and I thought we were, you know, just leaning into that miraculous literally miraculous narrative of Andrew Jones taking our team past another team right. via buzzer beater, which he did during the regular season as well. And obviously everyone knows, you know, his, his battle with cancer and how far he's come since then. But it was, uh, it was brutal to, you know, get that win taken away from us with, with the call at the end of the game. Granted, we had played a terrible game. We did not deserve to win, but By uh, any you, means. you hate to see, the refs kind of determine the right. the end of the game. I mean, got to give credit to that guy for going to the line. He's a 58% free throw shooter, and he knocked it's down just, both. But. That's a shitty way to lose a game, and also a shitty way for people to watch a game. I mean, why are we allowing the refs to decide one second left and call a foul like that? It sucks, you know? Yeah. They did it, but they did, My, it with Ky, or they did it with Kyle Guy, remember? And I really, really, I remember being incredibly frustrated who'd they take down in that game purdue was it purdue or auburn it was auburn it was auburn it was auburn in that game and i remember being frustrated and being like auburn was the better team and i feel like they kind of got this win taken away from them and it's just it's one of those things where you want to see at least for me from you know from a basketball perspective you want to see consistent calls throughout the game and i really felt like they were letting them play for the majority of the game i mean there were there was hacks on the arm you know, on both sides and they were really letting ACU and UT play. There were, you know, drives to the lane where it felt like there was a lot of body contact and they weren't calling it. And then for them to kind of get ticky tack at the very end of the game, it's frustrating to watch for sure. Yeah, It was like, a couple, it was a loose a couple ball things for me. Yeah. A couple of things for me that kind of just stuck out. And, and one being that maybe Texas wasn't that good this year, right? Obviously we won the big 12, but it was kind of fluky. We got in because Kansas had a, a, positive covid test that's true and we didn't have to play them and we didn't have to end up playing baylor because they got upset by oklahoma state we didn't play i mean we were decent this year but we lost a lot of big games this year they Mm -hmm. didn't play well pressure i feel like 
and they let a lot of wins slip away from them. And I'm not necessarily surprised that uh, we got bounced. And I hope that this is a wake-up call for the university to make a change at the coaching staff. Because think about this. Shock is smart, has seen three different Texas football coaches since his tenor started at UT. That's crazy. Charlie Strong, Tom Herman, and now Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. That's wild that our basketball coach, who has never won a tournament game, gets a, a more fair shake than our football coach. And majority of the years has been in the NIT. Am I am I wrong there? What's the split? Well, he won is the it, NIT. Is it half and half? Like, but who cares? I mean, that doesn't mean anything. It. I mean, here's the long. We we lost to. That's I mean, like look, that's like going six and six and winning your bowl game. The NIT should not mean anything. It's right. diddly squad. It's March Madness or bust. Also, just on that from. Again, from a basketball perspective, the ACU coach throws that, the guy that looks like Will Muschamp, hilariously, throws that zone at Texas from the beginning of the game. They stayed in it the entire game, and it, 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 we never figured it out. And was that's, this a season low in points for us, too? Didn't we score only like 50 points? We barely, we, we scored 52 points. We had 22 turnovers, season high. And I think kind of tossing you're dancing around, what you're getting to is no adjustments. Exactly. None, none whatsoever, which is clearly a coaching issue. If you're playing in zone, you're playing offensively against a zone. Yeah. In that zone, one of the five guys on the court is five seven, shorter than all three of us. Shorter, really, just shorter than me because I'm the shortest. But that's <laughs> so embarrassing when all of your starters are at the minimum six three. I mean, there was that epic play that that kid had at the end where he drove on Ramey and got the and one, and he's it's like a it's like an eight inch height differential. It's crazy. Yeah. He's, I was really sad not to see uh, Greg Brown play that much. I mean, Josh, you mentioned you know, he hasn't been playing that well down the stretch, but still, like, you know, he's your five-star guy. He's your top 10 recruit. Get him that experience, you know, and then allow him to see if he can make some big, you know, big shots. I mean, we couldn't score, and, and he's supposed to be a good offensive weapon. Right. I want to rescind that comment, honestly, because he was he played six minutes, and I'm with you, Nick. you got to at least get him in the game more. And maybe, I mean, he, he was playing okay down the stretch, but he, his minutes got taken away down the stretch, and we can't afford that. You can't. You have to start off on the right foot. Right. I mean, granted, this UCLA team that ACU is going to see is on it. They smacked BYU. They beat yeah. them badly, and I'm not sure we would have beaten beaten them, to be quite honest, yeah. after know. what I saw had we gotten out of ACU. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> but the X, he is the one of the worst X's and O's guys I've ever seen. Without remorse, should be fired. Look. Why it was so disappointing for me, this was the best chance we had yeah. to do damage. The college basketball field this year is very outside of, honestly, Gonzaga, from pretty, what I've seen. Even. It's pretty even. Ohio State got bounced by Oral Roberts, which, which then bounced Florida, right? Yeah, that's wild. Anything's going to happen. Nick, you're riding Colorado. I'm riding Florida State and LSU. Michigan could easily pull that out. We got ba- That whole corner left, that bottom left, is nuts. Out, you know, outside yep. of Gonzaga, really in the top left, they're going to take it. But Baylor could easily lose to um, – they could lose to Arkansas, who could potentially even conceivably lose to Oral Roberts. And the way Villanova's playing, they're playing great basketball. In the bottom right, we lost saw Illinois go down, Oklahoma State. It's Loyola versus Oregon State. I mean, like anything could conceivably happen. Yeah. So you have that going on, plus three upperclassmen guards, plus Kai Jones, lottery pick, Greg Brown. He's a first-round pick. People don't like Brock Cunningham because he's not particularly skilled, but the dude gives maximum effort as like our seventh mm-hmm. guy. I mean, you can't really complain about that. Jericho Sims was by far and away the biggest and most athletic guy in the court. I mean, it's and the, all you had yeah. was just absolute slop. 
it was we like the complete formula complete formula yeah just we just don't have the right person behind the wheel none and it sucks because this is the best team i think we've had in a long time you know we've got the guards that are veterans that knock down their shots you know we've got you know andrew jones who's an elite scorer i think like you mentioned jericho sims is a, a man amongst boys out there i mean he yeah just, dominates you yeah know, and he really improved his game and it's sad that like we wasted it i feel like that just happens all the time with this with this texas team you know wasted mo we bamba. wasted our shot we wasted our shot with miles turner we wasted our shot with mo bamba you know we wasted our shot with jared allen all those guys are first round nba picks jackson and they're playing hayes. well for their team jackson hayes as well he was a lottery pick i mean one after the other we're just wasting talent and it's really frustrating because you know what Texas is a basketball school. You have it on your hat, and I know it looks like it's a joke, and that's why that, that hat's so funny. But we're competing. I mean, we won the Big 12 championship, and the thing is, I don't want that to save Shaka's job. Should Because I think winning the NIT last year or, or the year before when there was no COVID, I think it saved his job a little bit. Like, okay, you know, he can he perform in a, in a tournament. Let's see how he does with one more recruiting class. Okay, he gets a great recruiting class. He gets a great team, you know, guys who are really – playing well and, and mesh together with the with the with young guys and his that, his guys too that he's had the entire time yeah, exactly he's had he's had his chance three football coaches have passed through that's way too much well i i just i also think the alternatives that are out there there's so many different coaches in college basketball and you've seen other guys be successful at these mid-majors and why wouldn't you give them a chance just like you gave Shaka a chance too? The Especially Rams. if they're an X and O guy. I would love to do something like what Michigan did and hire like a former player like Jawan Howard. I mean, that's I mean, give TJ Ford a call, bring him yeah. back to the university. I mean, dude, this a I to kind of put a cap on it, it can't be worse. It can't be worse. Yeah. It could not I mean go go after Rick Patino for all I care. You know what I mean? I know Texas might not want to uh, the, va- the vampire? Like, vampire? I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm with, come on. I'm with uh, if he's gonna coach, if he's gonna coach, yeah, he's gonna coach. Here's coach for us. Here's yeah. what I'll say: <laughs> is that it? It was a. It was. I'm almost after seeing the result of this game. I'm a little bit bummed that I am a Texas fan because if I were making my bracket from a completely objective standpoint, I would be picking Texas to get upset. Because why wouldn't I? Because they always do. They always crumble in these big moments, at least from the basketball standpoint for the last, I don't know, 15 years. Like <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's pretty embarrassing, but it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I see Virginia in the bracket. I want to see him upset. You know, I see Texas yeah. in the bracket. If I'm not a Texas fan, I had him in the final four in almost all of my, brackets. I don't think a lot of people want to see us get upset. I don't think we're, we're those, one of those teams. Oh, I don't that's know. Like, oh are you kidding me? I, I, I think when it comes to basketball, I don't think we're one of those teams that people are right. like. Oh, well, Shaka's Shaka's likable, I think, from from like a every outside looking in perspective. I think a lot of people like Shaka in the NCAA basketball space. Quick break from the action here, guys, because there is another sponsor we have to tell you about, and Toss is stoked to bring you the news. Yeah, here's something you didn't know about me, Josh. Okay, what is it? I don't sleep well. Really? But <laughs> she did that about But I'm really good at staying awake. You are. And staring at my ceiling. So <laughs> I'm always looking for new ways to get my shit together. You know, my head hits the pillow and bam, my mind races to what I didn't do, what I need to do, yada yada yada. Relatable? Yeah. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Fortunately though, I found Sunday Scaries and realized they make products specifically for overthinkers and night owls like myself and our roommate George. <laughs> Sunday scary CBDs, uh, CBD gummies. They're gummies actually help me decompress, clear my head, and fall asleep, so I can actually wake up 
um, a fully functioning human being and watch a shit ton of March Madness. So, yeah, there's no risk to buy. The company offers 100% lifetime money back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. So Sunday Scaries, you know, they are in the stress-relieving business. You could also say they're not in the stress-causing business. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I've got got 25% off to prove it. So visit sundayscaries.com and use our promo code STRIPE for your discount. That's promo code STRIPE for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're effing amazing and you won't regret joining their squad. No regrets. No no regrets. (laughs) Elma Floyd. Malwez as well. Bring this together today. Go there. Sunday Scaries. Get your Sunday Scaries. Speaking of Mowage, let's get back into who I would want to marry me. Um, Like marry me. It could be because people don't. uh, Sister Jean tend to like I mean it could be their dislike for me personally but people in my home group text and group me is want Texas to go right to hell oh yeah so do mine they want it to go right to hell they are very very anti-Texas one guy is a West Virginia fan so he can kick rocks as well but he, they're done well, they got bounced too they so got yeah let, let them ride but they, what I say <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did you were high on that Syracuse train uh the but yeah people wanted us to go out I mean look do you think what do you how much legs do you think this has a class action lawsuit I mean, I'm down a hundred bucks. Nick, you're probably down a hundred from the tournament. I'm not even including the Last money. Last action lawsuit against who? Texas for losing in the first round. I want, okay. I want, I want my restitution, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll close it there. Texas has what's what's a more shocking loss? The Texas loss, the Oklahoma, or sorry, the Ohio State loss, or the Illinois loss? The Ohio State. Well, loss. I let's let's talk. The Illinois loss was too. A really, really good team. It's a good team. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. who's been I know they're one seed was an eight team. That's not surprising. Who but with a coach who's there. taken them very, very far too. So he's right. They've been history in the tournament. And I think I think they could actually make the final four this year. Well, we were talking about it and I, I agree with you. I think that the Elite Eight is going to be I think it's gonna be Syracuse and and uh in Loyola Chicago. Houston Buddy Bayheim is playing out of his mind. They Buddy are Bucket. shooting the whole team's good. They are shooting well. They could keep up defensively with Houston. Houston is going to have some if Houston plays like they did today and shoots like they did today against Rutgers, they are going to have some problems. Yeah. They are lucky they got out of that game. Syracuse yeah. through and through looks super sound against a good West Virginia team who really hung in there. Loyola Chicago. Team too. Loyola Chicago, though, to answer a question, Nick, in the Ken Palm rankings, which we were discussing, we kind of briefly touched upon last week, when it really just breaks down strength of schedule pace of game, you know, adjusted offense and defense. It's just a bunch of technical shit um, that, you know, it's honestly, it, it took me a while to really grasp it. I'm not even there yet fully with the whole system and how he's really broken it down by the exact numbers. But that's just basically the, the, the tip of the iceberg for it. They were the number nine team in the Ken Palm rankings, and they're an eight seed. Wow. So there was a big discrepancy in the way the committee saw them versus how they were statistically in Ken Palm rankings, which people really do kind of care about and value. So it's yeah. not as upsetting. Now the thing is with Oral Roberts, they have the nation's they leading. The number, they have the, the nation's, nation's leading scorer. Yeah, and that's going to be a problem when you're facing. Look, if your guard can really score the rock and hit their free throws, like free throws are so mad. We saw like UConn kind of crumble because Booknight couldn't hit his free throws, and he's a good free throw shooter. We saw Oklahoma right. State tonight crumble against Oregon State because they missed like twelve free throws. Twelve down free throws. Th- twelve yeah. free throws. And now, an I mean, opposite of them, Oregon State, their their best player went like fourteen for fifteen from the line. Thompson's oh, good. 
Yeah. yeah. You know what, though? If you're UCLA and USC, how do you let a kid like that get out of Los Angeles? Like, where are you in that kind of a value? I don't know. It's just weird that he ends up at, like, Oregon State. A lot of, guys. A lot mean, of, hooper, a lot of hoopers in Los Angeles. They, yeah, they develop, too. But Abmas uh, from Oral Roberts. And O'Banner is playing out of his mind, the forward on, 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 on Oral Roberts. And, look, I mean, Ohio State, again, is a team that just got – caught in the game they played yeah. you know it's not like Ohio State played terribly offensively but defensively yeah. they had some woes it was a I similar was, type of game as the Texas game where as far as from a reactionary standpoint like what the Texas players looked like what the Ohio State players looked like we saw Coleman yeah. laughing because he was in disbelief and to me that signals that he is not mentally prepared and he's not mentally in the game in mm, the moment right. Mm-hmm. He's looking at it as if we're looking at it where we're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Abilene's doing this. Where the only yeah. thing you should be focused about is winning the game. And to debunk what I said. And the same thing happened with uh, Washington on, about on Ohio out. State. He had a bad offensive game where he yeah. had three of 12 oh from three. God. He blew it. He went. He had a wide open shot for three to, to tie the game up. Blew that was that. as good of a look as, missed, as you could ask throws. for. Yeah. yeah. Missed some free throws. Blew that. I mean. They went nine of 18 from I the wanted, line. I wanted to see them to uh, get Lindell, Lindell um, more involved at the end. You know, yeah, like, he hit that big three at the end. Best player that kind of kept them in the game. EJ Liddell's their best player. He'll be back. I mean, but Dwayne Washington's your senior guard again. It's like a good. It was a good opportunity for Holtman, and he couldn't deliver on it. it I will say though that the Oral Roberts team, the loyal team. I love the fact that like there's one guy on each team that always gets showcased more than the other, right? Yeah. Like, Abams that we we're just talking about, or, or Abmus. Yeah, Abmus, and then Kurt and Kurtwig and Kurt homeboy, homeboy, yeah, homeboy and Loyola who looks like a, a dad. <laughs> he looks like and Lilo and Stitch guy, but like who's the guy so who, lovable? Who's, who's the other guy who had the headband and like the afro and the beard for uh, fuck? What team was it? Those two, like those two brothers, the two like white brothers, and they both had like really curly hair. I think so. Yeah, just today. I know you're talking about Nick, and I, I think was it Texas Southern? Who was it? Maybe, uh, maybe I have to look it up. Honestly, you can look it up, Nick. We'll we'll go on with the other teams. Arkansas and Tech was both those teams. That was we knew that game was going to be a close one, and I'm yeah. glad that one delivered. Uh, the Baylor game through and through was pretty much. I mean, Wisconsin they went even in the second half, but that first half was a, a slashing. Yeah, that bit. Ba- it's like it's. It look, about, I mean, it looks like we'll see this game. Gonzaga plays today. As y'all are listening, you might even be watching the game right now. Um, but we'll see what they do. We expect them to take care of business against OU, and it looks like Baylor and Gonzaga are kind of in a class of their own in comparison to the rest of the teams still in the tournament. The issue with both those teams and trying to beat them is, let's say you shut down Butler on Baylor, mm-hmm. then there's Teague, then there's Mitchell. Then there's you know Mayer who's huge. Yeah, he had big seventeen or eighteen yeah, points today. Yeah, he was draining. Then you have Flagler. Okay, you have other guys on the team that can turn up. If Suggs doesn't get his, you have Timmy and Kispert. If Timmy doesn't get it, you have Kispert and Suggs. It's like there's so much to go around. Yeah. That I mean, again though, it could happen. Like we saw with Illinois today, outside of Kofi, like I have collapsed. Collapsed. Frazier. Epic, epic collapse. Dude, Frazier was worse. He collapsed too. He's a no, top 20. I, no, dude, I he's a top terrible. 20. He's, dude, Frazier's a top 20 scorer Iowa in that program had, history. He had four turnovers in the last five minutes of the game. Can't happen. 
what did Fra- Frazier went one of ten from the field. He's one I, of your best I'd, offensive players. I'd rather a guy miss shots than turn over the ball because that gives the other team an opportunity to score. Bad a miss shot is almost equivalent to. It's to really turn. not. It's it's really a bad miss shot. And really he was not. he was missing. He missed. He went one of ten, dude. Mm. It had four turnovers in the last five minutes of the I game. I mean, that was horrible as well. And they had no offensive rebounds, especially when you're trying to cut a deficit and you turn the ball over, you lose that opportunity to potentially score. I mean, I mean he like, was he was in his head. And you, I, I hate to like generalize like that, but you could actually see it. I just think he's not a great ball handler. He's the guy that I was thinking of, by the way, is uh, Eastern Washington's Tanner Groves. Groves, ah, the, Tanner and he Groves. has a brother on the team too. Yeah, I think so. His younger brother's on the team. Yeah, they're they're pretty awesome looking. It, uh, Drew Timmy is what? What's his look like right now? He's got he's the going, Hulk Hogan mustache going on. He looks horrible, but it's awesome. But he's good. He's <laughs> so great. Since, so since the majority of people's brackets are pretty fucked, and all three of us have our brackets pretty fucked, yeah. um, let's redo our final four. Oh, good idea, Nick. So I still got Gonzaga alive, and I still got Colorado alive on. The left side of the bracket, and you're still sticking with. That. So you feel obligated I'm to pick it. With it. Yeah, I'm okay. With it. I, I think Colorado looks sweet. I know they've only played one game, but um, they showed out right. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna stick with Baylor, or I'm not stick with Baylor. I'm gonna replace Ohio State with Baylor because that's a safe bet, and they look pretty good too. Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm thinking Syracuse. I'm high on them. Syracuse, Baylor, Colorado, and Gonzaga. Toss. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big. I love Papa Beheim and uh, and and little Beheim. Well, the, the littlest Beheim actually, because there's he is an older brother. Um, yeah, who played at Cornell? What a disappointment, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just dis- I'm just disappointed. Um, yeah, I really like Syracuse. I like the way they play. I want to see that zone make it to the Final Four. I think that. I think that. Our 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 guy D Ray's squad is gonna make it to the final. Wow, four. Nova, huh? Nova. I I and once we we all give our takes, I want to talk a little bit about what a good coach means to a program because Jay Ride obviously is a fantastic coach. We'll gladly give you the floor. Um, and then I have to yeah I have to pick Gonzaga, but I do think that things are shaking out for Kansas to to catch momentum at the right time to beat Iowa and then to potentially knock off Gonzaga. I think that. If they, you know, if there's one team that could do it, it could be them. I don't think they have an easy game tomorrow, though. I don't think USC. They don't. A, I don't think USC is an easy game. They, Kansas could be out of the tournament tomorrow for sure. Um, and I was no slouch either. I mean, Luca Garza. Any team that plays him has has their hands full. And then in the bottom, um, the bottom left region, which I can't remember which which actual region it is. I'm gonna go with. I mean, I gotta pick the Tigers. What What am I not gonna pick LSU? How can I not pick them? I'm scared of Michigan, but I'm not impressed by them. I was impressed by the Colorado Buffs. Alabama's Alabama's legit. Yeah. I'm going Bama. I'm going the Zags. I'm going going with Baylor, even though I like the Nova pick. I'm going with Baylor. I do like the Nova pick a lot. Bottom right, since I have them a lot, I am alive in one bracket pool. I'm alive in one pool. I'm still hanging in there. Because I have Gonzaga, I have Bama, and in this Final Four, even though I don't think they're going to win, but I'm going to take the high road like you did, Nicholas, I have the Houston Cougars alive. So I'm going to play with my heart here. 
But if I had to play with my head, I'm going to go with the Ramblers. I actually, I legitimately think they're going to, they're going to go. I think they're going to take out Oregon State. Then I don't think it matters who they play next because they're going to take them out too. And quite frankly, they have a very good shot to, to go to the finals. Yeah, they have the third. Be- they have the third best odds right now, by the way, in Vegas, which is I, I think I don't know if I'm believing what I read anymore, do, but that's what I saw. Do we think that? Do we think that the the committee, if we were like to see a photo of them, it would just be a bunch of Tom Hiddleston's as Loki? Like, do we think that's that's who the committee actually is? Because they they only want to play into narratives. They only want to see ups. I feel like that's like how they seed these teams. Is like there's no. It's not random. It's you not one through four, five through. Yeah. Why would Loyola Chicago, they want to see them beat Illinois. They want to see them beat that other Illinois team in that second round. Oh, they that, know that yeah, they're really, true. really good. They know that they can take that eight, nine game and go past that. I had that inclination today. I did, they yeah. they want to see Abilene Christian beat UT. They're big brother school, basically. All these guys, there's no way they could have been playing basketball at the University of Texas. There's no way. They didn't even get looked at by them. They go to ACU, puts the biggest fucking chip on their shoulder ever in that game you don't think they're gonna bring it you don't that crowd was so rowdy they, it felt like there weren't even any texas fans there there might not have been yeah. like they want to see all of these things happen and i think i i do think that march mattis is better for it um oh for sure i mean it's tv entertainment you know i think they gave, love it i mean i know that's how it breaks down is they put the weaker they give a i guess more of an advantage to, to the top left um, but they put some, I felt they gave Gonzaga a pretty easy road, at least to get to the elite eight. Yeah. And maybe even further. I think Gonzaga's road is quite easy. I'm looking at this Loyola team real quickly and just based off their losses that they had this year, they had four losses, right? Yeah. They lost by one point to Drake. They lost, 20 uh, by five. What say again? 20, Tourney team. Tourney, team sorry, that made the sorry, tournament team. Yeah. 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 Um, they lost by five to Indiana State, and they lost to Wisconsin, who was t- ranked twelfth at the time. Mm-hmm. They lost to Richmond by two. So all the games they've played are pretty close, and like those could just be off games for them, right? Where they're just like not, not playing very well. They're not meshing. Maybe they played thirty games over the season. That yeah, happens. yeah. Just it's it's bound to happen, right? Like obviously Gonzaga's in a league of their own to like go undefeated all the way, but I feel like conceivably these this team could be anybody. Yeah, yeah, I am beat anybody. And I feel that way, honestly. I feel that way about Syracuse, especially in that that region. And I don't know if I'm drinking the Kool-Aid right now because I don't think that Michigan I think that Michigan State team on paper, especially, was wildly disappointing this year. They had a lot of talent on paper coming into the year and they really yeah. underachieved. That BYU that BYU team is solid. They gave Gonzaga a tough first half in that championship game. Matt Harms is not matchup nightmare. Nightmare. I think this UCLA team is gonna. I think they're gonna beat ACU again pretty handily, and I think that. And I think Bama's gonna beat Maryland, and I think that's gonna be a very good basketball game. And I think the winner of that could end up coming out of the region. Well, I I I don't necessarily disagree with you, and I think that I was mentioning talking about the committee. It's like I also think there was a a lot of possibility for them to make mistakes where they haven't in in years past because there's just there was less of the season to look at, right? And there were things that happened to certain teams where they went down for a long time because of COVID or they didn't compete in their conference tournament because of COVID. And and this shook everything up. 
And so I think some of the the seedings were somewhat arbitrary this season. And so there are teams that kind of escaped with a lower seed that are actually really competent. And, you know, a team like Loyola Chicago now is in a place where they get to play some other lower ranked seeds and kind of have an easier route to get to the final four. It's another reason I like your Colorado picnic. I think what the committee did was they went in and they bought high on the Big Ten and they bought high on the Big 12. Yeah. High. Oh, yeah. And they sold on the Pac-12. Yeah, and the Pac-12 is undefeated right now. Yes. The Pac-12, Oregon smacked VCU. And then... (laughs) (laughs) No, USC is in and could conceivably win that game. Oregon... That Iowa team can go cold, and I, I think that Oregon team, again, could conceivably win that game. Now, Colorado, that, that, that's a coin flip against Florida State. Both those teams are good right there. The offensive Colorado versus the defensive Florida State. And so you're sitting there. You have three teams that could win tomorrow, right? You have UCLA. UCLA is, is, is should win tomorrow. I mean, this they really undersold the Pac-12 here. And the Big 12 has – the Big 10 has crumbled. Yeah. Which – Makes me think the Tigers should pull it off tomorrow. Illinois, gone. Wisco, gone. Ohio State, gone. Like Iowa could like it, it, is the maybe the Big Ten just yeah they were beating each other all these such good teams trading blows like maybe they weren't that good. Maybe Michigan State gone too. Michigan gone, right? Rutgers gone. Like all these gone. Like you know it's like maybe they weren't. Maybe the Big Ten wasn't that good. Maybe the Big Twelve wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah I, I mean I don't know what, how you guys feel about it but I have uh, I'm pretty certain that UCLA is going to thrash Abilene Christian smack them <laughs> I hope so I hope so too because I hope that happens and I hope that is the final nail in an already tattered and torn coffin we want a different type of coffin. We want the coffin that the guy comes out of because he's a vampire. We want Rick, Rick Pitino. Pitino. I'm down for it. I, you know what? We want it's the Undertaker. The, it's the Texas way. It's the Texas way. I don't actually want Rick Pitino as our head coach. Why? I don't know. I think there's... Is he scandalous? N- yes. <laughs> there's other guys that are just as good of a coach, if not better. Sean Penn's an asshole, but if you have a good role for him in the movie, you're going to take him. <laughs> there's a lot of guys it's that... It's true. People let's, do it all the time. Let's go get Chris... Let's go get Chris Beard. Where's not he's him. not going anywhere. I don't he mean him. Like I don't oh, mean him. I mean go get our own Chris Beard. It wasn't shocking. It wasn't. Well, what was your point you wanted to make about? Uh, oh, it was just that how how important and impactful a tenured head coach can be, especially when you're going into the tournament with a team that's a little bit lower of a seed, and you're also missing your best player, and it doesn't even matter. Because these guys are so well coached, they're so well prepared physically and mentally to compete in this game, in any game that they're thrown into. That's why I think they can beat a team like Baylor. And it's just it's such a it's such a distinction from a guy like Shaka Smart, who clearly is kind of just like they come into the game and they they think that they can skirt off of, skirt through a you know a, a high seated matchup or a low seated matchup because their talent is that much better, and that's just. That's not what it takes to win March Madness. You have to have grit and you have to have, you have to play together. And I don't know. I just think that, you know, it's just so clear that even without Colin Gillespie, that this team is, is here and they're ready to play. And, and the Texas Longhorns weren't. Uh, the opposite of like you brought up on the couch of Virginia. Yeah. Who, yeah, he got, he's got a ring, 
But outside, he's got a ring. Look at the, the last three go-arounds. Lost in the first round in a historic upset, and then lost the other two days yesterday. Well, you, you have these ago. teams that come in, and they're these low-ranked teams. They have nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose. They haven't been to the tournament. Oral Roberts hasn't won a tournament game since 1974. They, If they lose by 30 points, no one bats an eye. They nothing nothing matters. Also, you have the difference between guys at Texas who are like I. Kai Jones gets to play at the next level. You think that five seven guy on ACU gets to play at the next level? No. You think he ever even thought he could? Maybe when he was a little kid. But by the time he gets to college, he knows that he's not getting to the next level. At least in the states, he's not playing in the NBA. So what does he have? This is all he has. This one game right here. So you have to know that that guy is going to come at you with the ferocity of. A freaking panther, or whatever the ACU mascot, sex is. some s- some sort of some sort of avian, avian bird. Christian sex panthers, yeah, sex <laughs> Christian sex panthers. I think that's a religious school. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's like he had. It's like you know what? It, not to harp on Shaka so much in this episode, but it's like he had his mind on the next play. Nick, speak to it. Or Todd, both y'all. You guys are athletes. What happens if you're not thinking about the current play? You're worried about the next play. You're thinking about okay, it's. Nick, it's it's yeah. I thought on your, I, I thought on, Oklahoma State was gonna. I all the NBA. I, told, I was talking to you. I was like NBA scouts, pay attention to what just happened because Cade Cunningham goes down. I think he, what did he do? He missed a shot or he turned the ball over or something like. No, he got blocked. He got blocked on a mid range jumper. Yeah. Then the next possession, which was a, should have pump faked and, and dribbled past the guy, but he got blocked. Whatever. Important time in the game. They're down by six. Then. He steals the ball. He steals the ball and hits a three right after it. Turns around and and turn. You know, adversity shows its face, and he says, "I don't, I don't care." And he's still going to keep playing, and he's he's not going to dwell in the past. And you know, it wasn't. It still wasn't enough. But like those little moments are what the NBA scouts are really paying attention to. I think for that game, they were just outsized. They couldn't get any boards, and yeah. Important, you know. Yeah, we also you can't huge. They got wow. They got rebounded by twenty. When when yeah. was the last time we saw a team where they're really heavily reliant upon one guy, even if it's a player of the year candidate, take him all the way? Kemba, Shabazz. Yeah, twice. but even like those teams. That's are, count, but but, the, that's UConn. but Kemba had teams. Kemba, Shabazz, and Boatwright on the same team. It's like true. you know what I mean? Like they had true. all guys who could who could do it down the line. It never happens. It, it's so rare that one guy. There's really like Jalen Brunson gets player of the year, but but the only reason we got player of the year is because they. Because they won and they were the best team in NCAA, like yeah. he wasn't the best player, just like pound for pound. The in- Virginia team was deep as right. hell. Yeah, the whole yeah. I mean, and Cunningham. The reason I think he'll end up going number one is because the defensive skill set. Because he could guard everybody and guard everybody extremely well. He yeah. played some awesome. He'll fit, he'll fit very well in the NBA. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be great. Good. I do think, as far as like, no mistakes, floor general. Guy who's going to be able to stuff the stat sheet in the assist column and score some buckets. I think Suggs is going to be great. Yeah, I, I think he's I mean, an I uber athlete. I, I really think he's he's got, he doesn't have the ceiling, but I think he's, he's just not six. He's not six eight. Cunningham's so good defensively. And he's also he's him. got great vision too. He had a lot of drop off passes for threes that guys just didn't hit this game. You know, dump down lows. He had that. And one that they called on the floor in the NBA. That's that's a count it basket. He's going to the line for one more. That was at a crucial point in the game. That robbed, that that stole my soul from me, Nick. 
I don't know about you, but I was like, that's an NBA and one right there. And, and these refs just, they don't get it. They don't get it. Sir, yeah, it's going to come down to, honestly, in this tournament, I think who's going to hit the three? Who's going to outshoot? Who's going to outshoot who in the three? Colorado. Go How, Buffs. Are you going to bet on them? What are they at right now? I don't know. I'll have to check. I'll, you know I'll what? I'll, 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 I want to have some skin in the game. You know, I want to be able to root for somebody, even though my bracket's busted and my two favorite teams, San Diego State and Texas, blew it. Yeah, yeah, that was a rough – you had a similar weekend to me, Nick. Uh, we're also brought to you by somebody else. So while yes. I check on our first sponsor, I'm going to – Speaking of skin in the game, <laughs> it's all about having skin in the sneaker game, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, whether Rare, Dead Stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for at eBay. And, um, you know, you can buy shoes at eBay. And, you know, if you're a sneaker seller, eBay has limited selling fees on sneakers, $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Yeah, Josh can't get into sneaker stores, so he has to go to eBay. No, no choice. They won't let him in. He's yeah. banned. Him in the door. Nick, what's the, what's the next sneaker that you are? You had a cool one last night. You're buying or looking to buy. Um, you got anything on the horizons? I I bought a pair of blazers a couple weeks ago, Nike blazers. I wore those last night. Um, I like those. I think I kind of want to get like an, a, a new pair of Chucks, some uh, like white Converse or something. I just the white Converse just get mucked to shit. Is my yeah. issue? Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. They're okay. Like when they get mucked, people don't be like, "Oh, that guy's shoes are dirty." It's like, "Oh, those are chucks." Like, like that's how it is, you know? Yeah. Although it's just you can you can wash them. You can wash shoes. Yeah. And throw some too, ble- but... throw some bleach in there and and wash oh, them. I'm not one white. of those. I'm one of those people that's like seeking out a specific shoe. If I see something in the window and I like it, I'm like, "Yep." Yeah. Or if you it. see something online as you're on, as you're scrolling. Yeah, well, like the the digital window, of course. Right. Right. I think I'm. I always like the the Jordan ones. The reds, but I know I I will not look good in them. Yeah, here's uh, something funny. You guys asked. No, I look good. That attitude. You guys, you guys asked <laughs> Thanks, if uh, if Autumn enjoyed watching the games. Yes. And <laughs> we were we were watching the Gonzaga game, and Jalen Suggs, she has this fun game that she likes to play. Well, I like to I like to quiz her on what guys what their names are after I tell her who the name who the name of the player is, and she forgets the name and assigns them some name based off of. A characteristic or what they're wearing and she we were watching the Gonzaga game and Jalen Suggs I'm Jalen Uggs he had no he had he had red soul he had red soles on the bottom of his shoe so she started calling him Louboutins which I thought was pretty funny Ooh, that's that's yeah. funny yeah yeah it was uh we had a different and then lubes for short lubes it's <laughs> <laughs> a good nickname we had a we had a different one the girl we watched with was hilarious she's slippery like lube yeah she Jesus he was uh uh, I guess kind of in the same vein. She was openly and kept stating that she was a cleat chaser and really was pissed that Greg Brown was not in the game, but for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, she was, why isn't the Hawkeye not playing? The Hawkeye with the bleached hair. I'm like, I don't know. I hope you, I want him to play too. Just not for the same reason you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Great call on the final four picks, Nick. Um, I, we're going to let everyone rock and roll right now, but last bit tomorrow. Are the games? These are the games. I'm gonna read them off quickly. You guys are gonna say upset as in as in today. As in today. You know what? Right We've now. done this for three okay. years and I'll never get it right. Um, the like, March Madness on the West Coast is crazy. By yeah, the way. it's it is early. We wake up to a nine ten a, a nine Waking ten game. game. It's crazy. Start. So we'll start there. 
Oregon versus Iowa. Nick, upset or no upset? Upset. Wow. Toss. Upset, no upset. <laughs> no upset. No upset. Okay, Nick. I love it. Oklahoma versus Gonzaga. Upset, no upset. Toss. No upset. Nick. Upset. I <laughs> Get out of town. <laughs> Nick. No, no, not Gonzaga. Not Gonzaga. Okay. ACU versus UCLA. Upset or no upset, Nick? No upset. Toss. No upset. Okay. Ohio versus Creighton. Nick, upset, no upset. Upset. Toss. No upset. Okay. Ohio. LSU versus Michigan. I toss. also think that like Creighton winning isn't really like a favorite pick. Like you it hate is. Creighton. They live and die by the three. I think yeah. No, I just picked him to win. I just yeah. picked him to win. But you're never been. Oh, a big you Creighton mean I'm not? Stand. I'm not being like oh oh like yeah. It'd be a huge upset if Ohio beat them because Creighton's so sick. I'm no. I'm just like I think Creighton's gonna win, but I don't really think it's an upset. I think it's like <laughs> an eight nine matchup. Uh, toss LSU versus Michigan. Upset? No upset. Upset. Nick. No upset. Okay. No upset. Uh, that was a hard pick, not a head pick. By this way. is a Colorado, Florida State pick em. Toss. Florida State. Okay, Nick, I'm sure where you, I know where you're going. Uh, let's, go, let's go Buffs, right, it, Nick? Let's go Buffs. Maryland versus Bama. Toss. Upset, no upset. Upset. Let's, let's roll with it. Let's roll with the upset, Nick. Bama. Sorry. Okay. Don't apologize. Roll tide. Uh USC... Versus Kansas, Nick, upset, no upset. Uh, no upset. Thomas. Kansas wins. No upset. We need someone in the Big 12 to, to continue in the tournament. Okay, Jeez. so Nick, there you too. guys differ on the Oregon-Iowa game. You were together on the Gonzaga game. Differ on the ACU-UCLA game. Differ on the Ohio game. Differ on the LSU game. Differ no, on the college. We don't differ. Nick, Nick said no upset on UCLA. Oh, he did say no upset. Apologies. So you are only together on the Kansas game, the UCLA game, and the Gonzaga game. Other than that, you guys are arch nemesis. And the UCLA game. You said that, right? Yeah, UCLA, no. Gonzaga, and Kansas are where you guys are together. Other than that, you guys are nemesized tomorrow. Who are you riding with, listeners? Who are you riding with? Well, Fans if are- you listen to our episode with Mark Ellis, you know to ride with me and not with Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Fans out there, drag both feet and bounce, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt. It's your PKs because they free and it's your free throws. Why, guys? Because they free. Because they free. We out here. We love you. We sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player. And we in here talking about practice. Five seconds Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.